The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Punchies. There were punchies tonight, guys. I'm wasting time while I type out a tweet. Um, who, are these, the who are these gentlemen the on the graphic? Right I have now. no idea who these gentlemen are. I don't know. Yes, they were about I mean, the people who did the punchies. This was a this is this was a card. It was a card heading into it. It ended up being some fights. But as you can see, the two faces that you see on the screen right now. We're not the last two men inside the octagon. It was not what? Derek Lewis and Sergey Spivak. As a matter of fact, the last two men inside the octagon were the two men that were supposed to compete in a fight that Alexander K. Lee wouldn't even have called a co-main event between Iwan Kuchalaba and Kennedy and Zichuku in the end. Kennedy and Zichuku finishes Iwan Kuchalaba in the second round, and he closes the show. Big spot gets himself a main event and if you watch the card you understand what happened if you didn't watch the card you're probably thinking what the hell happened this is not a thing i'm not used to this apparently the rumor mill was flooding all card long i had heard some rumblings could not confirm but then brennan fitzgerald in the broadcast confirmed with just before the final prelim fight that the fight between Derek lewis and sergey spivak was off non-covid related non-weight cutting related Derek lewis essentially just got sick he tried to apparently he was hospitalized this morning came back wanted a fight and in the end everybody just were on the same page lived to fight another day man no need to go in there and fight six so the fight was scratched we got into chuku versus kuchalaba we got 11 total fights this is a weird card, and we're going to do something a little bit different on the post-fight show, and I'll let you know what that is in a matter of seconds. But I am Mike Heck. Jed Mishu will join Woo, us once again. Punchies! It turns out, Mike, that the penultimate fight was actually the ultimate fight all along. Who knew? <laughs> Just... Honestly, also, it's the most EK's fitting possible <laughs> outcome. It's the most fitting outcome for this freaking fight card. Yes, and then the first fight on the on the main card ended up being Charles Johnson and Zalgus, and there was like eight hundred and eleven Zalgus Dumagulov, and there was nine hundred and thirty seven fouls, not one point taken, and, and it went Zalgis to a controversial split decision. And in classic Zalgus Dumagulov fashion, he loses a split decision that he probably should have won. He is the the 
the Courtney Casey of the men's flyweight division. Ooh, just on the Casey. wrong end of all of these split decisions. Yeah, and then he retired. And, and then so. he retired. Because, <laughs> you know, you got to if, – if you're going to leave the sport, you want to go out on a high note. And that fight was was a high note. <laughs> Just I felt I felt like I awful. aged I felt like I aged two years just watching that one fight. So I feel like I'm 51 years old after I that. I feel fight. like that fight took 25 minutes for a 15 minute <laughs> fight because there was a stoppage every four seconds for a foul. I'm, 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 what I'm do you think? If you, yeah, if you actually measured yeah. the, the actual time between beginning and end, was it longer than an average 25 minute fight with all the fi- with all the fouls? I'm sure Dude, it had to be. Had to feel that way. I gotta say, I thought during this fight, I was like, "Here's a way we could make this uh, a much dumber but more fun sport. What if we adopt? <laughs> what dumber. if we adopt? You know, the world the World Cup's coming up. What if we just adopt f- football's very stupid rules about injury time? Right? I've gotten into this argument a million times with my friends, and they all think that I'm an asshole, but they've yet to be able to convey it to me properly. They don't stop the clock and then restart the clock because time is a construct in terms of football. They just have a second clock that's an injury clock or whatever. And like one shady individual keeps that. Nobody knows what it is. We should do that for this. Instead of giving the fighter five minutes, we just keep the round rolling right on through. And then Herb Dean or whoever's in the middle is keeping a second stoppage. So then we never know when the round is actually going to end. And it would make things much more chaotic and stupid, which is the only way to improve this very, very bad fight card we just had. Yeah, and people say open scoring is the answer. No, a second clock with the referee holding the stopwatch. That's beautiful. I would like less transparency because transparency doesn't make this sport better. Let's be very clear. Yes. I just think it's uh, interesting that this we... card oh sorry, that this card like for the magnitude of this card, they still receive and as well deserved 50k bonuses. But then last week we had a sold out Madison Square Garden with a with a gate of like 6,000 billion dollars and they still get the same performance bonus. It's just a very weird concept the us the ufc does with performance bonuses i just think that's odd yeah it's all very dumb yeah you know what this card could have used some finish bonuses to incentivize some of these people to get their opponents out of the friggin' cage jeez (laughs) well some of some of the fighters did that and maybe they will be compensated with some bonus money i wonder who these bonuses Winners are going to be. I think it's probably pretty obvious. I don't know if we're getting fight we, of the night. I think we nailed it. <laughs> I think we nailed it. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we don't get we don't get the main event because of Derek Lewis. But if you took that one off, my next one would just would have been Kennedy and the same thing. I think we I think we killed yeah. it. Yes. Although Natalia oh. Silva is probably getting a bonus for spitting illegal. kick to the face and throat. Ooh. Illegal. Kicked her in she the throat. Got her that, in is the, a, right that is right a band. There. Can't, you cannot make throat down. attacks. That is that not follow a up, The follow-up shot that just... <laughs> yeah, yeah I think, uh, I, I think you're probably right. So what we're going to do, we'll wait for the bonuses, and we'll tell you what they are. But what we're going to do, since there are no, literally no storylines coming out of this card, it's just dudes and gals fighting each other, I think the clearest... I mean, the, the biggest staked victory... And it wasn't even that big for the actual winner was Jennifer Maya, if we're being honest. But there were some good, there were some decent performances. I thought Vanessa Demopoulos fought well. Natalia Silva's an absolute gangster. Uh, Jack Della Maddalena, give him somebody closer to the top 15. Muslim Salikoff just changes personalities with one spinning kick. And Waldo Cortez Acosta just continues to get these tough guys to 15 minute decisions. And he remains undefeated. He's nine and zero. So we are gonna. It's like we did the people's pre-fight show. We're gonna do the people's post-fight show. We're gonna let you all determine yeah. what we're gonna talk about Power for the next the people. twenty to thirty minutes. That's what we're gonna let do. The, let Before the people we, control um, the means of production. <laughs> Before we go to the uh, the, con- the questions, what did you guys think of the two um, the st- two Stoppages from um, well, actually, the 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 shot by the Andre Fialho stoppage was that a perfect stoppage or was that late or early? What did you think? Nailed it. 
Spot on. I thought it was perfect. And I, and I don't think I, mean, I, I think most refs. I don't think most refs make that stoppage either, which makes it like even better. Because I think most refs let that keep going. And you're talking to a man who very much did not want that fight to be stopped. Uh, perfect stoppage. Like exactly the right time. Cool. And That uh, was what? That was Chris Tyone, right? Yeah, Chris Tyone. Yeah, yeah. Shockingly, Chris Tyone right nailed it. You know, so. <laughs> nailed it. No, no, no. What's shocking uh, is that the no-nonsense Keith Peterson allowed a lot of nonsense to occur in Johnson Zumagulov because he's no-nonsense. And kind of in the main event, too, because he probably let that go on uh, a, a few hairs too long, if we're being honest. Yeah. I'm actually pretty comfortable. What, what did you think about the Ian Kuzalaba stoppage? Was that a late stoppage? I'm that was a little long. It little it's long. not the worst thing I've ever seen, but I thought I thought it could have been stopped sooner. I, I, I don't I don't know if you saw um, Ari Hawani. I'm I'm kind of I'm on kind of the same boat that Ari Hawani is with the stoppage from last week. We both think it was early. I, I understand the debate, you know, but we were kind of wondering. Why did how did how does Kutalaba get that much leeway in this type of main event and then Izzy doesn't? I know every stoppage is different, you know, it's different circumstances, but I just it's just this weird thing of MMA. I just never still quite understand um, when fights get stopped, you know. Because I I did think the Ian the, the Kutalaba stoppage was fine, but late on definitely on the late side if you're gonna choose. But um, yeah. yeah, just there's there's a range, like right, like everything's a spectrum. There's a range of when a fight is like an okay stoppage, being perfectly timed to like maybe a hair, like a hair early but okay, to a little bit late but fine. Like as long as you're not egregious either way, that's really all I care about. Like, yeah, if you're in the range of acceptable, that's fine. Yeah. I still contend that er, there, there's no such thing as an early stoppage from strikes in MMA. It's just not. It's just they're, they're unicorns. They just don't really exist. I can't think of one that's 95% agreed upon. Like, that was an early stoppage from so strikes. So the, the, the Kudalaba, the first Kudalaba Magomed Ankalaya fight I, okay. is like the only one I can yeah. think and, of. And that, was, and that was on purpose. He was trying to trick his opponent. Yeah, that was a rope was, dope, but he actually tricked that. That was just instead. like, yeah, that was just like a very weird situation. But you're right, like that's the only one I could think that's like, that was way, way too early, like yeah, way, way too. Someone early. mentioned, um, actually, I think it was Kaposer from Twitter. I threw this question out earlier last week that the uh, Vasquez Carmouche title fight, which is why they're rematching it, actually, was an was early stoppage. Early. And, and um, even, but I even saw a lot of people say that was a fine stoppage. And I thought watching it live, it was a horrible stoppage too. But um, I remember thinking live it was better than I thought on replay, but that it's still probably within the bounds of acceptable. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's still in the bounds. So that's what I mean. There's yeah. no such thing as an yeah. early stoppage. All right. I just want to get that off my chest. Um, to the questions. And uh, I, as you're pulling out the questions, props to Kennedy and Chichuku, who just wanted to get the hell out of town because <laughs> he could have take he could have taken the low blow time. And he's just like, nah, dude, I got this guy hurt. It, let's just plus let's get after it. Well done, Kennedy. Agreed. Also, just the nicest man, too. Like, (laughs) that's not going to go anywhere as far as promotion, but just thanking everybody all the way down to the janitors and the travel agents and and Jesus and and, and shouting out his mom. Just what a a great guy. (laughs) My favorite thing thing you said was Bisbee asked him what he wants next, and he goes – he said something to the effect of whoever the UFC gives me, I will take it and I will cherish it forever. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't watch it his post by amazing. Oh, oh yeah. So great. I will take whatever <laughs> opponent they give me and I will cherish it forever. It's the yeah, best. Just, I love everybody. Everybody's great. You know, just happy to be here. Sorry that I'm a slow learner. was like one of his things. Like I knew it would take me a while. Like the UFC bet on me when I wasn't very good. I knew it would take me a while to get good because I'm a slow learner. And now we're here. It's great. Thanks, guys. Like, yeah. Just the nicest fella. Do you think There's, Do you think he got the, the rub being the main event? No. Or no, all right. No. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, being, I'm trying to be positive, you know. Just I mean, did, he the, did, he, did he make the most of the opportunity? He did as best as he could. Have he got a good finish and was some level of charming in his post-fight speech? But it's also a card that I doubt a ton of people are paying attention yeah, to. In the first yeah, place. no matter what he would done. Yeah, he now gets yeah. to say that he has main evented a UFC event, though. Like that's not nothing. Oh, and we talk about. Even, and Water Cortez, the Costa co-main evented 
Yeah, that, that that happens a lot. They put Cal Borrego in the co-main event coming off Contender Series. Like, co-main of penultimate fights are row. easy. Borrego's yeah. first two fights in the UFC were co-main events. Yeah. yeah. But now he looks like he's, uh, he's fun. All right. Kennedy and Shuku, we, we always talk about the importance of doing the thing. That was Kennedy and Shuku's version of doing the thing, and I thought yeah. he nailed it. Yeah. Well done. Did very good. Amazing. All right. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Um, oops. Wrong screen. What do we got? Just, uh, Kennedy couldn't cut a promo of his life dependent on it. It's not his thing. It's not his disagree. vibe. I loved it. I loved it. It's not going to get him. It was great. <laughs> I, <laughs> was so- hot, hot take. I, I loved his substantially more than I gave any craps about um, – Buddy from last week, uh, Moicanos. I didn't give a shit about Moicanos. I know that I know I'm the only person who was like, I nothing makes me more upset than people asking for money in post fights. Like it, it infuriates me. And not that they're wrong for doing it, but like that this is just a part of our lives because the UFC won't pay people money. Yeah, like, but he didn't do, he didn't go write the check 50k. It was Moicano wants money. I think talking in the third person is yeah. the key for Moicano. It's like. As, as long as they're in themselves. That, that usually doesn't endear me to people either, Casey. <laughs> yeah. Should. But if he cut that on a it fight should. night, on like an ES, <laughs> if he cut that promo out, if he cut that promo on ESPN Plus or on pay-per-view, it doesn't have the same impact as it had being on ESPN News and cutting that exact same promo and them just having to bleep him out over and over and over again. To me, it was just it, hilarious. It is it, it is much funny. funnier when you can't hear what he's saying. That is truly, <laughs> tr- truly that part of it is amusing. All right. <clears throat> is Vanessa no. Demopoulos going to be a problem at 115? She's 3-0 at 115. Do you, do you use the word problem as a, a word to describe Vanessa Demopoulos as a fighter, Jed Vichu? No. Uh, good for her. I didn't think she was going to win this fight. So strong work uh, from her. But I, I don't – she's 34, which is really late to come into the game like at this level or whatever. And her wins are Jinyu Frey and Maria Oliveira. And who who else does she beat? Oh, Savannah Gomez Juarez. Like we're not talking about a string of hitters that she's defeated. Her performance has been good. She's showing personality. She's going to, you know, carve out a little space in this experiment for her, and that's good. But that's it. Like, that's all it is, and that's all it need be. Everybody doesn't have to make a title run. Yeah. She's um, overachieving. So good for her. Yeah, uh, she's getting better. She's uh, props, props to uh, – I don't, th- these words don't come out of my mouth too often, but props to uh, Henry Cejudo and team at Fight Ready. They've, uh, her game Henry, has. Henry Cejudo is a very good coach. He's a very, very good, good coach. coach. Yeah. Have also entirely not really related to much, much of anything. Have you all ever looked at Vanessa Demopoulos' photo on Tapology? Uh, no, should I? <laughs> it's Hold just on. not the same person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. She's, this um, does not appear to be the same human being. Yeah, she almost, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, just, I was. I just pulled her up to, like, remind myself of who she beat, and I was like, this is jarring and different. Okay. She did She did have another day job before she went full-time to being a fighter, and she's talked about that. So if you want to look into it, do your research, go for it. But um, actually, I, I I thought Maria Oliveira only being twenty five. I still think, she, what is her record in the UFC? She has a better future than uh, she's thirteen and six now. I think. Yeah, um, I, I actually I actually I still think I still think I still see Maria Oliveira actually having a longer career in the UFC. I I, I like her fighting sure. style, and um, she she a lot. I think I think a super strong third round uh, looked good for her. But um, yeah. Yeah. Plus, she's so, 25, so she's got plenty of time. Yeah, she's but, got plenty of time. Demopolis yeah, lost to Luke Godinez and Corey McKenna and stuff. Like, she ain't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I mean, she is a full-time fighter now. She was not for those fights. Yeah. So, yeah, give it that. Yeah, give her that. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. 
and new customers to DraftKings can bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Let's talk about um, this gentleman. All we want to talk about is Jack Della and the silkiest hands at welterweights. Jack Della, sh- can I just say something? I know I'm not the only one that, that, that says this, and I don't want to dump on Kennedy and Sachuku and Iwan Kutalaba because good for them. But Jack Della Madalena should have got the bump to the main event spot, in my opinion. That's how this card should have ended with, with JDM going out there and doing the damn thing. He's the one we were all looking at anyways. Outside of just to see if Derek Lewis could get back on track, we were looking at this guy. We just wanted to see him go out in style and do his thing. This is picture-perfect matchmaking for the UFC. You accomplished everything you wanted to here, and now you're going to throw this man onto a pay-per-view card in front of a a capacity crowd that's going to be all cheering for him in Perth against a top 20, 25-ish guy, maybe even higher. You accomplished everything. The only thing you could have done better is when you lost Eric Lewis, you just threw him in that spot, and that's how the card ended. And I think, not that we don't have a great, an, an okay feeling with Kennedy finishing the fight the way that he did and cutting that promo, but Jack Della going out there and just whooping on Danny Roberts, whooping. who's tough. He, he, beat, he beat the hell out of Danny Roberts. That would have been a nice way to end this card and, and just give him as much of a rub as possible. But other than that, I got no complaints. This guy is... This guy's the real deal, Jed Mishu. The silkiest hands at welterweight. I like that. It might like be true. I got, I, I got no real issues with that statement. Uh, dude's got mitts. I don't know any part of the rest of his game because we have never seen it. He just does the same thing over and over, which is box everybody's ears in the first round. But uh, that's good. I, we gave him enough of these fights. Let's give him somebody who's really going to test his metal a little bit, and let's see what we got cooking with this boy. There's a lot of good, lot, lot of good um, um, matchups for him available. I think right now. Um, I don't yeah, think it well, should be the main well. event. I, I think, I think from the get go, this should have always been the co-main event, though. Um, Jack Della, but um, yeah, which I guess was, this, I guess the co-main got event. the bump. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh, I think um, I think this should have been oh, well, the co-main event for the Kennedy and, and Shakuru fight. I I think that yeah. that is the right main event because. I actually think Kennedy has like a, a, a potential future here. Uh, it's probably not as high as Jack Dellis is. I think it's less volatile because light heavyweight sucks. So if I had to pick one of these two dudes that I like can feel the most confident is going to be a going player in its weight class in four years, give me Kennedy because he's in a terrible weight division. Whereas Jack Della like could still be really good and just like 
be a top 25 dude because welterweight's guy hitters. So I, I think that the main event's right. Jack Della should have for sure been the co-main event once once we shuffled the deck. Can I yeah, – yeah. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who would you pick in a fight tomorrow, Jed? Kennedy and Sachuku or Dominic Reyes? Kennedy. You'd pick Kennedy to win? Would you do the same, yeah. Casey? He trains with Ryan Spann. He knows how to do it now. <laughs> uh, last week, maybe not Kennedy, but off this performance, for sure, Kennedy. Yeah, okay. now, now that we know what we've seen from Reyes, where he is at this time in his career. Yeah, that's a fight that's a uh, very Mr. Good Reyes way to should phrase able. It. I'm sorry? That's a really good way to phrase yeah. it. Because last week, I don't think I would have. Like... I think Ryan Spann was the bad was is a better version in some ways of Kennedy, and so like, but now that I've seen that fight, now I can feel confident. Whereas if I had not seen that, I'd be like, eh, he should probably be Kennedy, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, this was a talking point. Uh, the card. Well, actually, they didn't talk about it, but um, Miles John did. So let's um just. What can we say about this? Oh no, the wrong one. Wrong one. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I want. Ooh. There we go. Do you think James Krause's suspension was about the Minner controversy? If yes, what do you think they learned in the investigation? If not, what is your guess? It for sure was about the Minner. I'll talk about it. Uh, It for sure was about the Minner controversy because why else would it exist? My guess is that they haven't actually learned shit and that this is more an optics thing than it is a real life concern. Because, like, why – I mean, if, if they have learned something, uh, well, then that's going to be a real big story. But I've maintained the whole time that James Krause – I have a lot of issues with James Krause and touts in general and that, and we don't need to dive into that. I do not believe James Krause is stupid enough to, as the head coach of a fighter who is compromised, unload a bag on his opponent – because that's the that's both incre- like actually illegal, not just like breaking UFC rules. That is a thing that the government gets involved yeah. in, and you go to jail over. It's called fight fixing. Uh, so I am extremely confident that he is not stupid enough to have actually done anything illegal or untoward here. But it was always bad optics for him to be a tout and a head coach, and doing that. Him being at a UFC event on the heels of this, that feels like this is an optics play more than it is something substantive. Yeah, and that's probably the best way to describe it from what I've been told. Um, it's just, uh, hey, it's not a great – basically, it's 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 not a, like a suspension suspension. It's just like, hey, you should probably, should probably sit this one out until we finish this investigation. But – from what I understand, Kraus is not like a suspect or anything like that. It's not like that. But I mean, when There's this whole thing happened, no way. he was the first. Yeah, he. No one is. I. I just. I like to live in a world where I believe that nobody is that dumb. There's so no way he is that dumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Be. I've never He's met that man. The first but there's no at. way. There's no way he is that dumb because he is literally the first suspect. The only person who would be stupider is if Derek Minner himself did it. And I cannot believe either of them actively did this. Like, right. What so happened? I think that's but, 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 you know, you, but you're, all, you're saying that, but you're also saying this is, these are also a coach and a fighter that went into a fight with one leg. and which is not very smart either they're different kinds of dumbs i i totally get what you're saying but smart and dumb aren't like a a a linear thing right it's there are different variations of dumb and every fighter is stupid every single one of them and then every professional athlete is stupid because to believe that you can be a professional athlete you have to be a moron because it's not real it's not a real thing that you can be you have to have an unbelievable amount of confidence to the point that it's insane and fighters all believe they can win every fist fight despite everyone knowing what they don't so like that's a different kind of stupid that i can understand there's no way they are dumb enough to not recognize oh if we do this they're going to immediately figure it out <laughs> like 
there's just no way. The simplest answer is the right one. The simplest answer is somebody found out beforehand and it like it leaked. Somebody said something offhand to a buddy or whatever. It was like, oh, I don't like Derek. Like Derek's really dealing with this knee or whatever. And then that buddy told five friends who then all bet a bunch of money on it. Like that's the simplest answer. It's what happened almost assuredly. I don't know enough about gambling, but like say if I found out about Derek Minter, you know, whatever, I put $50 on his opponent, whatever. That doesn't move the line. No, How doesn't. much money must be thrown on? I don't know who Minter was even fighting. I can't, it's not even important right now. How much money must They're be thrown on his opponent to make that line move that much? Well, it depends a little bit. Um, I mean, talking like a thousand bucks, talking like hundred thousand bucks, talking like five hundred. I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about that kind of how lines move enough. Well, there... it it depends in general. As lines move based on exposure, so how to some extent it'll move based on how much exposure the book has to it. Also, I would guess, though I have no actual information on this, that they move the lines as the as the bets kept coming in that that became more of a, there's a suspicious betting pattern. We are going to move the lines even further away as a result of this. But like, we're not talking hundreds. It, it, thousands of dollars at, at the minimum got, got laid down here, if not tens. Okay, so that's enough to kind of raise suspicions around the tens. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind it, of, it, I don't know very much about this part of the gambling world, so yeah. I'm kind of, it's kind of interested, honestly. My, my guess is that like, they got like six or seven, like, five figure bets dropped on it within the span of, of an hour or something. Oh, okay. And we're like, because it, to some extent it's a, if, if you, if like a hundred people put a hundred bucks on it, that's not going to raise that, that number is not going to raise any suspicion, but you get a few large sized wagers. Uh, and particularly it depends on like, I have no idea what books were, were the prominent thing here, but if you're doing like an online sports book and you get, uh, like they, they track all this. So if you get some guy who creates an account who like doesn't have a DraftKings account or whatever and then suddenly gets one, loads 10K up and fires it on one – like fires the whole bank account on one thing, it's a wildly suspicious betting pattern. <laughs> and it, that's sort of how this thing – in my mind, this how probably how that all worked or, or yeah, played a role. And on top of that from what it seems to be out there – People were putting money on, like, not only Nern and Becca winning, but Nern and Becca winning in round one. Yeah, like, round one. Was, oh, okay. He didn't yeah. have round, any round UFC finish, no finishes yep. in the UFC. Yeah, so, like, there were a lot of, like, prop bets being hit, too. Mm. Like, under rounds, first round finishes, things like that. So, a lot of, lot of flags. A lot of flags. Yeah. What's the chances yeah. we ever see Derek Menner fight in the UFC again? <laughs> I would bet it's pretty low. Pretty low, yeah. Yeah. Because again, I'm I don't I'm not making an accusation. I and I would assume that he was not actively involved in this. Frankly, you have to assume that. Yeah. But why keep him? Like, is is Derek Minner selling out the apex? Nope. nope. Just you just cut ties and move on from the potential problem. All right. Uh. uh I think this is a. I'm, I don't know what what the problem. Um, there's a lot of problems, so I'm not sure which problem. Do you, I'm, I'm assuming the main event problem. Yeah. So was that the? Yeah. Sorry. Go on. No, I mean they probably handled it as as, as best they could, because even before, probably like right after we we ended the people's pre fight show, I started hearing rumblings that the main event might be off. I didn't have enough to like go in Slack. But it, I had enough to at least start asking people. And then I didn't get any answers from anybody. And then, like, the more time went on as the prelims are going on, the more it seems like the rumors are true. But it wasn't enough for me to just go out there and be like, all right, it's off. Like, we, we had, it got to the point for us where we had already, we had already pre wrote that the fight was canceled so that as soon as they made the announcement, it's not like Damon's the fastest typer in the world. He's a super fast typer, but he couldn't write that whole article in 13 seconds because as soon as the announcement was done, we already had something ready to go. We just couldn't officially confirm it with multiple people. Um, so, yeah, and I don't think the UFC truly knew as well because the story seems to be is that Lewis was hospitalized. He got released. He thought he could still fight. 
they're trying to find a way for it to happen and they just wasn't cleared to do so and then they had to make the decision and it's just a matter of all right when do we announce this how do we announce this and then how do we move forward and they move forward by just bumping the co-main event to the main and you carry on what else can you do yeah, uh, yeah, I think the UFC did. I mean, they did what they could do for as far as the main event situation. But back to Kraus real quick. Actually, my big issue is on this is that we would have never known, right? Unless Miles John Miles John mentioned it in the post press in this post fight interview. Like this one, because apparently it happened. Like he knew that he wasn't going to be in his corner like a couple of days out, right? It was, this wasn't like right as he was walking out. So no, I mean, he thought, he said it happened last night. So they're eating oh, dinner last, last night. night, last night. Okay. They found out. That's when they found out. So I'm I'm going to so why like if he didn't I I I have no faith that the UFC like Bisbee or Fitzgerald wouldn't go okay. By the way, James Krause would not be in his corner tonight. They didn't they didn't mention that during the the, the fight right at all. Did yeah, they? they did. Yeah, oh, they, they, did? They, 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 they mentioned he wasn't in the corner, and yeah. they even showed they went to his corner a couple mm-hmm. times, and you couldn't and Krause wasn't there. Did they mention it? Like why he wasn't there? Problem. They didn't say why he wasn't there. They just said yeah. he wasn't there. They said he wasn't in, not in his corner. Just, yeah. right. To me, that's actually the worst part of this. Because, again, I don't think Kraus did shit, right? This is whatever. It's not cool uh, is, is the way I'll phrase it. Uh, for the UFC to disallow a corner 24 hours in advance for something that they knew. Like, yeah, it's, it's they, it's they could have easily called him things. a week ago and just been like, hey, James, this is happening. We're going to not we would prefer you not do this. Please have your fighter make other arrangements or, or whatever to have a corner instead of because I have no idea what went on in that when it's mm-hmm. like, hey, your head coach and chief corner is not allowed. So now you got to right. find somebody in 24 hours like that through no fault of his own, because like let's like that's not his this has nothing to do with him and his his fault and like worked out and that's good but that could have super been shitty for him and like if he loses that and it's a close fight there's a world where that is a direct result of the ufc just kind of dicking about here and that's just just trash man to be to be fair to be fair and this is kind of what i what i was alluding to earlier um, Kevin Ioli, Yahoo Sports, wrote, wrote an article a little while ago. Uh, wasn't I, I, Miles was kind of misinformed. Uh, it wasn't the UFC who pulled him. According to Kevin, it was the commission who pulled him. Oh, okay. It was the commission. Yeah. Well, that's a little uh, better. Yeah. The Nevada Athletic Commission would not allow veteran MMA coach James Krause to work the corner of Miles Johnson on Saturday on the pre- preliminary card of UFC Vegas 65 against Vince Morales. Uh, I had reached out well, to that, the commission. Honestly, that I, makes a lot more declined to comment for me as well. Yeah, it wasn't a UFC decision. It seems that's a uh, yeah. That makes a ton more sense because part of the thing that I was thinking but didn't say because I just it went against my argument and I was like, why well, bring up a thing that goes against my argument? When has the UFC ever been responsible about optics? Never. <laughs> they suck at optics. They are terrible at that, and so it makes total sense that this is the yeah for sure the commission will do that will be like yeah that looks bad we won't do that it makes way more sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm sure this is not the last we will hear this story. <laughs> Probably. No, even 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 Miles said in his post-fight interview back in the back that you guys will probably hear more about this in a little bit, but it doesn't seem like it, it's like Jed said from all That's accounts from people I talked to, it's an, it's an optics thing more than anything. It's not like, Hey, you're in trouble. You're suspended, pal. No, it's and like, no one's getting in trouble s- for this. Yeah. You should probably sit out for a couple of weeks. The independent investigation is just going to quietly peter off and nothing's going to happen. Unless someone does something really stupid and all they have to do is print up a couple of bank accounts. and. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's a world. That would at least be funny. But no, it's just going to be like, yeah, we can't can't pin this on anybody. So there it goes. We're not getting a Calvin Ridley situation here. It's just not going to happen. Back to tonight. uh, Back to the fights this afternoon. Let's talk about – oops. How about that head kick that still landed in the first? Where, uh, where did uh, that was nasty, man. That was nasty. And I picked against Silva, not because I don't think she's a fun fighter, but because she was taking on a giant in that division. 
And I've kind of leaned on the picking side of I'm going to take the giant over most people and someone who's that big and has that much of a reach advantage in a division like 125. I felt okay. And especially when you look at the first five minutes, she was great. Yeah. She kept taking her down. She was able to hold her down. Um, the second round, things got a little hairy. She started to get tired. She couldn't get the takedowns. Silver started piecing her up. And you kind of you kind of felt like that was coming. A finish was on the horizon. But did I see a spinning back kick to the face? No, I didn't see that. That was her beautiful stuff. Yeah, you and her opponent did not see it. No. Oh, and the follow-up was, this was awesome. <laughs> so the follow-up was very good. This is a very stupid nitpick of mine, but it kind of like this isn't a head kick. It's a kick that landed on the head. Those are different. She did not throw this with the intention of landing a spinning kick to the head. Blada literally ducked her head in like that well, thing. She was, was shooting, she, was, she, she was shooting in, right? Went right yeah. when she threw the spin kick. Yeah. But, but that spin kick was not a counter to the shot. The kick was thrown, blade a shot into the kick. Because it's it's that was not a wheel kick that went head height. That thing went to the hip. Blade's face was just fire hip, and so she got blasted from it. So it's very very minute detail, but was, I always I want to clarify that. Was that fin- was was that spin kick? Was that very similar to Uriah Hall versus Musasi one? I remember Musasi. Yeah, but- Musasi kind of lowered, yeah. changed levels, and right when Uriah did a spin, so it just happened to hit him right yep. in the face. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. I was like, I was like, I've it was seen also this the high point of this card. The best thing in this card happened the first fight. I, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was enjoyed, fun to watch. I enjoyed Salikov Fialho too, but that yeah. was still the coolest thing that happened this fight card. Let's talk about that. No gentleman. bonuses yet. No bonuses yet. By the way, <laughs> they're just UFC's just not like whatever. <laughs> Uh, Andre Fialio has taken so much damage getting rocked this past year. I think he needs a year off or risks losing his chin. It looks like he he is a one-trick pony. What do you think? No, no oh, here we go. We got, bo- we got bonuses. Breaking news. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. I wasn't ready. We got bonuses. We got bonuses. Hit the music. The fight of the night for UFC Vegas 65. None of them. Ooh. Four performance wow, Casey, bonus. you were right with the four performance bonus call. I got it. Natalia Silva, mm-hmm. Kennedy Institute, the JDS, Muslim Salikov. There Muslim you go. Salikov. There's your bonuses. No fight of the night. Literally the four finishes. We just paid out. <laughs> just do that every time. Pay out finish bonuses. You have seen it's so much easier. So much better. So much better. Yeah. Uh, let's but, get back uh, to Chandler for a minute. Yeah. Unless you get Chandler Poirier, it should be all performance bonuses. Yeah. No, no, no. It's dope because then Poirier gets one and Chandler doesn't. And it's dope. <laughs> Support that. Big fan. Uh, what, 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 do you, what do you make of Seattle Ryan's uh, take care about one trick pony, take a year off, risk, risk losing the chin? I think you should take time off in general because we Five talked about it in the pre-show. Yeah, he had four in 2021. This man has fought nine times in two years. That is a shitload, and you just shouldn't do it. I I think fighting frequently is probably the best way to become a star, frankly, because the UFC doesn't invest in building stars, and if you're not naturally, like, wildly charismatic, you can just do the – like, Hamzat's not – charismatic but he fought a bunch in a very short period of time and delivered great performances and so he's a star all of a sudden like that's how it worked fiala tried that and he didn't he lost three of them this year and it's just i don't think the human body is built for this level of activity uh and especially if you are a guy without a ton of defensive responsibility like fiala i think taking some time off would help him I also don't like his issue wasn't his chin today, man. The chin was not the problem. Like that is not why he got beat. He ate. Nobody talked about it, but the reason he threw like two punches in the second round, he had a spinning kick to the body in the second round that you could just tell he was done. Like his whole, his hands never left here after he ate it like very early in. And when the commentary is like, he's not throwing a lot. It's like, yeah, his guts are falling out of him right now. He is just trying not to show it. And it was the body work that, that did it. Sure, the finish was cool, but 
Salikov just kept hitting him to the body, and he didn't want any part of that because that takes your will to live away. Yeah, and like, I'm not even sure. Did Fialo, did Fialo even get truly dropped, or was it, did he just, just eat everything? I felt like maybe he got dropped once. He got, he got, no, he got dropped in the second. He got oh, yeah, he sort of, second. He sort of sat down in the second. Oh, yeah, I remember like, that. He's like, he was oh. against the fade, and he ate one to the body, or maybe it was the third, and he just like squat sat and then stood right back up. And I was like, Dude, you are doing your friggin' best to hide this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and when the ref not. stopped it, he still gave one of those like, "What the fuck?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, he, yeah. he at least had the decency to not stick to that for very yeah. long. Yeah. He's like, "No, I'm here." Yeah, actually, uh, no, yeah. You're, you're right. I didn't really want to do this anymore. Man, but talk about like a guy, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. Two knockout bonuses, and then two other end of the knockout bonus two, two, two of his opponents got knockout bonuses so that's the perfect guy to employ in your fight organization yeah yeah that's awesome. so uh yeah he needs also to- mind-boggling to think that he fought michelle pajera and that fight wasn't like the most fun cool thing that anyone's ever watched yeah it was just a and fight yeah. somehow was, of all of his fight, UFC yeah. fights that's the worst one of them doesn't make any sense cool um that fight went exactly the way I thought it was going to go, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Fiala yeah, was going to have a great first round, and then he was going to slow down and get – I had him getting knocked down the second. I was very, very close. Um, That's not it. But it went to the third. Oh, no. Both. Feel horrible for Zumagulov. Yeah, man. He's uh, – I blame him. Do better. King of Kung Fu for a reason. Those body kicks, man, those spin kicks to the body are just ferocious. He's got that like Dennis Seaver quickness with it. Like it it really those pop up very, yeah. very fast. Yeah, he's a Dennis. And then player. after you after he landed a few to the body, he's like that one he landed that that was like the second to last shot in the fight, that he he hit Fiala like right in the ear. You, you saw Fiala's life change in an instant. He, he just goes. <laughs> it was just he was on a different planet. It was I was like, please stop this fight. Please. And then Chris Tione eventually stopped it. Yeah. He oh. I just love that he's the only fighter I've ever seen throw spinning body kicks to set up spinning wheel kicks. <laughs> like <laughs> I go to the body with these spinning kicks, and the next time I spin, you'll be like, block low, and then whoop bam, I go high. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah. He is he is going next level MMA striking. Um all right, I think this will be our last question, but I think this needs to be – might as well talk about um, this you know, this lady. What do you do with Maya at this point? Just a gatekeeper? Does she have a title push left? Where do we have Maya ranked right now? Let's pull up our rankings. Top 10. She has to be, right? I have, I have Maya at number 13. We officially have Jennifer Maya at number 11. She dropped a spot with Blanchfield's win at 280, who Blanchfield okay. moved into the top 10, taking a spot from Maya, who bounced down to 11. Um, but we also have Liz Carmouche and Juliana Velazquez. So if you're just looking at the UFC, she's firmly in the UFC's top 10. Um, yeah, she's just gatekeeper to good people, man. That's it. Like. I don't. I, she's not ever really going to get back to a title fight, probably, because she's lost to Chukagian twice, right? Is it twice? Yes. Okay. I think. Yeah, because yeah, I, I know she lost recently, but I think she lost her. I think that was a rematch, if I'm not mistaken. And so, I got Chukagian's the gatekeeper to the stars, and Maya can't beat the gatekeeper to the stars, so she's now the gatekeeper to the top ten. Like that's if you beat her, you're a top ten fighter. If you don't, you're not. And that's. That's fine. She got she got her day in court, which is more yeah. than most people do. Yeah. She got the chance yeah. to do it. But yeah, yeah. Chikagian's that top five gatekeeper. Maya's that top ten gatekeeper. And and problem, problem with Jennifer Maya is, um, and I have watched. I've probably seen at least ten Jennifer Maya fights, and I have a hard time remembering any of them to be honest. And they'll look a lot like that one, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> Just. and I, and there's nothing against her. She's a quality fighter, but she, uh, yeah, you. She, you just you find out how good. It, we know we know who she is. It's basically to find yeah, out how good she, the other opponent is. She's gonna fight. To 15, if she's the top ten gatekeeper, who's the fifteen? Tisha Torres. Tisha Torres by a mile. But Tisha Torres is strawweight. Strawweight. One, you said one fifteen. 
No, to the 15, not to 115, to, oh, oh, to the I top 15. If we've got a 5 and a 10. But yeah, I, Tisha Torres is Tisha Torres and Jennifer Maya are the same fighter, just 10 pounds different. Probably Joanne, maybe Andrew Lee? Uh, Joanne Wood? I, I, I think those are both in the neighborhood of right. That feels right, yeah. yeah. I think Roxy probably was... Yeah, Roxy, Roxy, Roxy definitely was before she bounced, yeah. So there's an opening for a new top 15-er. Yeah. <laughs> Which, frankly, yeah. honestly, may, may, that maybe actually – Myra. That maybe. might be Maya. Yeah, oh, Maya yeah. might end up dropping to 15. Lauren Murphy can hold that 10 spot. Or okay, maybe Murphy five. moves up to five and Jukagian drops down to 10 as she's you know yeah. picking up more tread. Maya's going to fight either Macy Barber or – Tracy Cortez, if she beats Amanda Hebas. She might be Macy Barber. Um, she might be Macy Maybe Casey O'Neill. I don't know. Probably it's gonna be one of those one of those gals. God love Macy Barber. <laughs> if she resigns, uh, she has not resigned. Gonna be as the youngest yet, so. champion. Okay. Hey, she shot her shot. Yeah, I give her that. I I, I respect it. She came out there firing bullets. None of them were um, close to hitting. But well, gentlemen, tried. we've gone 45 minutes, so. Wow, way longer than I thought we were going to go. So, uh, I'm going to hit the music. So there we go. We're done. I don't even know how we're going to headline this. It's going to take oh. me longer to figure out how to headline this show. Hold on. Is this then, the worst uh, card of the year? No, I don't. It's probably. But, like, not for the headline. It is the worst card of the year, right? UFC. Oh, yeah, I can't. I can't I'm, think of a worse UFC card this year. If uh, think of it, th- think of it this way: if this event was like started at five, how miserable would we all be right now? Oh, like, I, oh God! If if it if it's nine p.m. and they come onto the broadcast and like, so Derek Lewis is out. Uh, we've got a new main event. I am just in in tears. The Gra- was it the Grasso Araujo card? Cardinals that was also. pretty bad. It's a tough hang. The, 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 the saving grace for this card was the time. Yeah, the time made it. Yeah. The time made it all over. Okay. It might have been the dirt. I think it was the Dern versus John card. That hey, before we get out of here, because we don't need to riff forever, uh, keep it locked in MMAfighting.com. Great website. We've got bad boxing coming your way tonight. And check it out tomorrow. I have a piece that's coming out that I'm really, really happy with. Comes out at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Get your on to the next one picks in as well. Good night, everybody. Love you guys. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.